a Lifetime Original Podcast. What is wrong with us? Jesus, we're going to hell. Okay. We're a mess. <laughs> um, okay, Harry and Megan. Harry and Megan. I love a Lifetime movie. White people and Christmas cards. There's nothing that they take more seriously. The body's gonna respond, honey. It's IBS or you're going bald. That's what's gonna happen. And then I have since wore a prosthetic dick and had sex with a watermelon. I forgot that part. <laughs> I forgot that part. I forget it all the time. Do you think um he ever sings, oh, I just can't wait to be king, you know? <laughs> Our country's dealt with this scenario before, you know, with Diana and your father, a weak-minded prince it's outflanked by an attention-seeking woman who disrespects centuries of tradition and jeopardizes the entire monarchy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am one of your hosts, Naomi Perrigan, here with the inimitable, yeah, I said it, inimitable Megan Gailey. What's it mean? Tell me. No one can imitate you. It is oh, only, wow. it is only Megan, one of a kind, honey. Wow. Okay, exciting. Exciting. I do love when people imitate me. It's so, <laughs> it's always so mean and funny. Um, Naomi, how are you? Well, I'm good, Megan. I mean, you and I got to see each other in person, and I just think uh, that was magical. I'm riding high. I know. Still. It was great. It was great. It was so fun. So if you guys are listening to this and we love you, and if you watched us on your televisions today, we love you even more because we got to film everything that you saw for the event that was I Love a Royal Lifetime movie. We went on a journey with you. We were, we were yeah. it was a marathon, both in mm -hmm. movies and in our spirit. We watched them all. We went through it all. We got to talk to the stars of the newest Harry and Meghan film. And I'm telling you, there were no disappointments. There were no duds. Everything went perfectly. And Meghan, you look stunning. I'm going to say it. You look stunning. People are like, oh my God, you and Naomi looked so good. And that is because we were in the hands of hair and makeup geniuses who were twin sisters. Twin I sisters. I keep telling, I'm like, Twin sisters were hair and makeup. <laughs> like, Samantha, Sabrina, it's so cool. I know. Why, they, they need a show. Um, and so Lifetime, if you're looking into get into the reality beauty game, <laughs> we've done the casting for you. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, there was a man on set, Troy. Him and I really connected about sports. Megan is really good with men because of all of her sports knowledge. And I mean, my God, Troy was just like a nice black man who was just like, let he's the AD. He was like, I'm here to work. And then Megan immediately says something about his shoes. And then they were off to the races. Well, off I to the I races. I said, I like your Durant jersey. Oh, and the jersey. Then, and then everything, like he would like ask me something and I would respond with a type of specificity that seemed <laughs> like he was not expecting it. Right. And then, so then it, it like, as we were talking, he was like, how much does this bitch know? You know, <laughs> like he's like, I want to get to the bottom of whatever this well is because I was like, and then there was a man in a cowboy's mask and we were being mean to him. Yes. Um, yes. Jason loved him. What I did love, which I did tell CJ is they had everyone go around on set and say a word that we wanted to feel yes. at the end of the day. Yes, yes. And we had fun with this in a way that was like maybe making fun of it at first, but then also like very genuine. genuine. Exactly. Well, because, you know, some people were like, I want to feel appreciated. I want to feel acknowledged. And like you remembered that. And so then whenever that person did anything, I was like, thank you. I see yes. you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Adriana, you are appreciated. You are appreciated. I what was your word? What was your I word? just said excited. But okay. it's so hard for me to pick one word for anything. So that, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm not really good at being uh, brief. So uh -huh. it was tough. Right. But um, what was yours? Mine was fulfilled. Fulfilled. Wow. And I did. I felt, felt it. I felt it. Oof. I felt filled to the brim. Filled <laughs> <laughs> to the brim. Oh, my God. Okay. Right. Quite honestly, we... <laughs> 
We okay, have- now we're going to talk about our that we share a manager and a lawyer. We're just doing all we're doing all Hollywood talk today. You guys want to know the sound stage we were on? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Megan, we could talk about this all dang day, but we have to get into Harry and Meghan escaping the palace. The final film in a trilogy, The Return of the King, if you will, that tells us everything about Harry and Meghan's final months leading up to them leaving the royal family. Oh my God, let's get into it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so the movie opens and we know everything we know. You know, like this universe has been cracked open for us. Mm -hmm. And so you basically go into this movie wondering like what will be in it. Right. Or or are there going to be secrets and details that we didn't know from Mm -hmm. interviews and press, is that going to be in it? So it is very like, it's almost like a bingo. It would be a good game to do like, like a good movie to do bingo with, to be like, oh, okay, yes, she feels trapped. Okay, we're in Santa Barbara. We're at Tyler Perry's. (laughs) So the movie opens and it's ominous music and you're like, oh my God, we're already starting I know, starting at a 10 and it's a lot. I was like imagining like Megan was going to be like army crawling in a hallway, like out of the palace type thing. Right. And I'm like, we're there already. Um, so Harry is having um, what you can pretty quickly decide is a nightmare. Right. And he's at the scene of his mother's crash. And then when he gets up to the car, it's not Princess Diana. It's Megan in the car. Right. Oh, and she's like God. reaching for him saying, help me. Oof. Okay, you're telling me his internal life, and I buy it. Meaning, like, I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if his mother's death weighs on him that heavily still to this day. You know what I mean? To the to the point where he, I genuinely think he saw what happened to his mother, or has a better understanding of it now that he's older, and says that is the path. Right. That my wife is on right now. Exactly. Yeah. But he wakes heavy, up. Heavy, heavy opening. Very heavy. And then Harry wakes up from his nightmare and Megan is in bed. She's holding baby Archie. Oh, and I love him. I know. So cute. I, I mean, anytime there's like a, I also like little actor babies because yes. they are, they tend to be docile, right? Like that's part of how they get those jobs. I'm always <laughs> like, oh, I want a baby like that. A baby that makes yeah. no noise. And it just like smiles and coos. Um, but Harry doesn't tell Megan about his dream. He just pretends it was something else. But of course she knows what's up. And yeah. they go down to breakfast and it's actually Mother's Day American calendar. And so... Which, can't we just do a universal Mother's... Like, yeah, I don't Why do it. we have a different Mother's Day than they do in the UK? Theirs is in March. Ours is in May. I know. It's like, yeah. Why? Just do... Yeah. There's I don't just, get it. I know. I know. It would really help us come together as a world if we had some as of these holidays. World. Some of these if holidays could, need to be the same. Get on the same page to honor damn mothers. Nothing's more universal than a mama. Oh my God. Megan, you should run for office. This should be part of your oh, platform. Okay. All right. I'm going to run. <laughs> I'm going to run. I think You're you could. Right. You strike, you, you seem, you seem like someone who would have a clean history. Uh, like, no. Uh, <laughs> have you not seen clips of me doing stand up on the internet? <laughs> Megan, you won an award for playing golf in high school. And then I have since cursed on the internet and <laughs> wore a prosthetic dick and had sex with a watermelon. I forgot that part. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> that part. I forget it all the time. Well, but maybe maybe that's a campaign video. Right. You know, who knows? <laughs> so mom Doria is there. Um, she's living with them. And at this point in watching the movie, we're what, two minutes in? Yeah. And I am like, oh my God, this actress sounds just like Meghan Markle. Yes. Someone wanted to say morning to his daddy. 
Wouldn't take no for an answer. It's just like his mother then. Nah. Another bad dream? The cadence, the tone, yeah. her voice like nailed it, I know. Sydney. And we told her this. We yes. were like, Sydney, you nailed it. There were moments where I was legit like, did they dub in Megan's uh -huh. voice? Because obviously they're using so much of what really happened. I went, I was like, okay, maybe they got the audio because she sounded so right. much like her. And it was like, no, it was, it was just her. That was her acting, honey. That was her skill. Mm -hmm. But this nice Mother's Day moment is quickly shattered when Leonard, from the previous movie, the second one, Harry and Meghan, becoming royal. The fairy godfather. The yes. sort of gay fairy godfather, yeah. Yes. He comes in and shows them this terrible article where mm -hmm. they compare baby Archie to a monkey. I'm so sorry, your highness. When will it stop? The, uh... Journalist who tweeted this has been fired from the BBC, but... Buckingham Palace won't respond. It was a BBC journalist. Yes, yeah. and it that also happened in real life. And so <sighs> using that, that lets me know when this is situated, right? So this, this basically, the movie is kind of set shortly after she gave birth to Archie. So yeah. she's also still in that postpartum phase. She's going through it. And mm -hmm. they are not, the press is not skipping a dang beat. And of course, Harry and Meghan, they would love it if the palace would make a statement um, and say like, hey, don't call like one of our family members a monkey, you racist assholes. Uh, but they won't do that. They won't do that mm -hmm. because the palace says, we don't get involved. We don't get involved, which is so ridiculous because you also see in the movie what we've heard about in real life, which is that they have relationships with members of the press. So you can't say you don't get yeah. involved when you're legit talking to members of the press being like, go here, don't go here, use this picture, mm -hmm. don't use that picture. Mm -hmm. What the hell? It's it's really, I mean, and this is sort of the first of many examples we see in the film about them just, they they don't get involved when it's Meghan and Harry. Right. Which right. is really like driven home during the Oprah interview as well. Yeah. So this terrible, racist, horrible news also happens at the same time that rumors are starting that William and Harry have a rift and that then it means like Kate and Meghan have a rift. And so um, we see William and his like house manager assistant and she's like, you got to go visit your brother because like we just need some photos of you with your brother because right. everyone thinks you hate each other. As future king, you cannot allow this. Fine. But I'm not bringing Prince George and the children. Very well. Just you and the Duchess of Cambridge will inform the press. So again, this is also the first time he's going since his nephew has been born. It's like, you don't even yeah. want to see your brother's first child and you're not going to bring over your little kids. I was like, William is rude and messy. And quite honestly, yeah. I understand that we're watching a dramatization. I understand we're watching a motion picture. But considering they're using the same actors for William and Kate across films, I believe this is how William really behaves. And we're pissed at them. I'm pissed. I'm pissed at William. I really don't like when people, it's like, be mad at him, whatever. But like, those are cousins. I don't know. Right. That that shit really bothers me. Just let your little, what's his name? George, Charlotte, whatever the f their names are. Let them go meet Archie. He's so cute. Ugh. But, but listen to this when Harry and William are talking, Kate and Megan are having a talk. And Megan is talking to Kate about what she wants to do. Listen to this. They are painting me as a villain in the press. And no one in the palace seems to want to come out and stop that. Why not let me come out and defend myself? I understand your frustration. And there are lies and rumors about me, too. But you know, this is the life we signed up for. I mean, if I took the time to refute I every I feel room. silenced. I know. As an American, you value freedom and individualism above all else. Well, here we value dignity above all else. But isn't it dignified for me to defend myself? How the hell is it dignified to let people call your baby a monkey? What is mm. dignified about saying nothing, which implies like, go ahead, do what you want to do? There mm -hmm. is no greater dignity than saying, don't be racist, okay? Mm -hmm. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand, Megan. I'm so angry. And, I, and I, I think that is Kate just simply not going, oh, Megan's situation is harder than mine. You know, like she's yes. like, oh, because we had to watch the William and Kate 
movie for our, our marathon that had yes. not had to. It, you know, it was interesting to watch their boring asses. Um, <laughs> and so, and they brought them to life. They're singing right. uh, chalet and things. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and so it's like, okay, they took pictures of her skirt. They harassed her. They called her a commoner. They took her to task. But there's two giant differences. She's marrying the king. Right. So she's going to be queen. So they're not going to drag her in the same way. Right. And she's w- white. Yeah. And another one, she's British. Exactly. I'm so like, with- she grew up with this. So she already has an intrinsic respect for this entire process. She knows no nothing else. So yeah. it's like, so yeah, she ain't going to say like, the f- because she's like, right. she's grown up seeing tabloids about these people and knows that this is just part of the game. And she wanted to be queen, right? Like she knew she was getting into. And so I do think that that changes the whole tenor of things. And it's interesting because it does really seem like this movie was written using the Oprah interview as a transcript. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like he's saying all the things we heard him say in that interview. And it is wild how quickly they were able to make this movie. Because they really weren't right. able to kind of like rip they from the after. Head. Yeah. After, but like right after, you know? I know. And it's it's so wild. So Kate does um, extend sort of an olive branch, and she's like, "How about when we go to the trooping the color, which is some um, weird military royal thing that Naomi and I still can't fully wrap our heads around." Yeah, I still she's don't like, we'll know. Get- no, I don't. I-, I think it's like a a whack Fourth of July. So uh-huh. she's like, you know, trooping the color is coming up. Well, we could um ride to the trooping parade together. In an open-top carriage, so everyone can see. Oh, that would be wonderful. <laughs> yes. And um, if I wore the hat I wore to your wedding, Wills, he won't notice, but some clever journalist will realize it's a sign of fondness. I never knew how eloquent a hat could be. Mm. Oh, we should coordinate color palettes as well. Mm. Whatever I wear, press will tear me apart for this baby weight. But as she's getting ready to go to the troop and, you know, Megan has just had a baby. And so you see her, you see this moment of her in the mirror, like trying to get those spanks on and kind of just like Uh, looking, you know, and I was like, girl, relatable, relatable. I am you. You is me. Okay. Because I felt that way when we were doing our shoot, Megan. I was literally like pulling up my spanks in the mirror and I was like, honey, the body is what it is. We got to go out there. We got to go out there. I've definitely like pulled on a slimmer, a slimming device mm-hmm. and looked in the mirror and gone, well, I thought it was going to do more. I know. Uh, you know, like, I know. Well, this is really only about 70% of what I need. <laughs> and so Megan is going through that and that's relatable princess. Okay. That makes her a people's princess. Right. Right. Um, so they go to this drooping and it's <laughs> like all the name itself, it, the name itself. And also everyone there, it's like they're in traditional military dress. It is all yeah. about the pomp and circumstance. Oh, Megan, darling. So good to see you. All things considered, you look radiant. Lovely to see you too, Lady Twyston Smythe. Lady Hunt? I didn't stop thinking about you for a minute when the press published that letter you wrote to your father. Oh, good Lord. I thought my family dramas were scandalous. <laughs> and everyone's rude. <laughs> and oh, oh, yeah, everyone's rude. But then also you see Leonard and Victoria. Victoria being William Williams, and, William and yeah. Kate's, like, as we said, personal assistant, house manager, whatever. They have a little bitchy fight between each other. Because basically Victoria hates Megan and wants William mm-hmm. to renounce his brother. Victoria, you know as well as I that the whole of Britain will be well aware that their princes are at war if they stand on opposing sides of the balcony. Precisely. We played very nice for the pretty wedding, waved a flag, and now it is time for William to show that he, as the future king, is not chumming with Megane and Hazard, the Duke of Hazards. Oh, gracious. I wrote in the notes here, I was like, Victoria reminds me of a young Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter. Yes. She was very Dolores Umbridge. And this actress, I recognize her, like she works a lot, but it was like that sort of cold, emotionless commitment to protocol. Mm-hmm. was very Dolores Umbridge. And it's so confusing because she is like so by the book and like right. you have to do everything right. But I feel like her hair is like a light lilac. <laughs> like it's 
She's like a younger woman who yeah. has gray hair, but it's been like dyed gray. Like my grandmother used to dye her hair gray and then there'd be like blue and purple in her ear. Cause you can't just like dye it like a gray crayon color. You gotta like sort of make it. And she has that. And I'm like, okay, so this bitch can have lilac hair, but Megan can't have brown skin that she's born with. Exactly. Exactly. She was Victoria was- sucks. She's definitely the villain of this movie. Definitely, definitely. But as we see in the Troop in the Color Party, everyone is rude to Meghan and Harry. Like, there are so many villains, mm-hmm. including this one old British man who sounds like he's putting a hex on Harry. Oh, your highness. You look tired. Life of a new father. Life of a weak husband, more like. Excuse me. Our country dealt with this scenario before, you know. With Diana and your father, a weak-minded prince... It's outflanked by an attention-seeking woman who disrespects centuries of tradition and jeopardizes the entire monarchy. Those who do not learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Your Highness. Buckle. Debuckle. Got it. Jesus. Who are these people that talk? Like, I guess this guy must be royal too, but this is like, we're back at the damn Suits Halloween party. Right. And now I'm getting like monarchy respect. I'm like, why would you talk to your damn prince that? That's, I, I, I mean, I wouldn't talk to a, a, a person sleeping on my stoop that way, <laughs> but I would definitely not talk to the damn prince of my country. Be, oh, I don't know. But then also, here's a question though too. So if William were to die, it would be George, his son, who would take over. So there's no world in which Harry is ever in a position of power. And so do you think that everyone knowing that just treats him like trash? But he's still more power. Like, I think they care about how close you are. Yes. And he's close. And like, he's closer than that loser. Exactly. I know. And he was so mean and it felt very witchy. It felt like he just like comes up and it's just aggressively British. And it's like, she looked tired. And it's like, Jesus. Rude. I did like the actor because then he was sort of like mumbling as he went away, which is like a very mean old man thing to do. Absolutely. And it's like, whatever. So after this rude witchy man hexes Harry, Instead, I I was surprised with this because he basically, he then takes out his frustration on Megan and is then on her to be like, you got to behave today. And her Mm -hmm. being like, yeah, I know I behave all the time. And Megan's like, they, if I'm not, if I smile too big, they're going to be upset. If I smile too small, like there is no right thing she can do. So she's standing out there and she keeps. She keeps like turning to try and tell Harry and he's just like, turn around. And it's real. And she has to like bite back tears in front of the entire world. Commonwealth? World, world, right? Yeah. It's on TV everywhere. Turn around. Turn around now. I got real bad with Harry yelled at her. Y'all gotta watch this. Too. Okay, you can watch this on mylifetime.com, by the way, if you did not see it already. But I felt like, no, he did not just talk to her like she was a child. I got so yeah. mad. I got so I mad. Too. It, was, it made me sad too. You know, you know I know. It's like we all take out our anger and sadness and fr- frustration on the person closest yes. to us, yes, even yes, if yes. they're not the source of like yeah. what is making us angry and sad. And that's a that's a I mirror know. I'm holding up to myself. <laughs> I thought, you know, Harry and I, maybe it's not just the hair color that matches. <laughs> So now we are seeing five months earlier, Megan is pregnant at this point. Yeah, and she's in the depths of depression. And, you know, throughout this movie, they do a lot of juxtaposition. They will cut, you know, we'll see Megan in a certain setting or in a certain position, and then they will cut to Diana uh, as a young mother in the same position. So they're really drawing those parallels throughout the movie. We're doing a lot of film analysis this episode. We really are. Because, well, because not only was I a film major, so... I'm prepared. But Mm -hmm. again, this movie tells us stuff we already know in the press. And so the way they're able to sort of condense it all into, you know, lifetime two hours is Mm -hmm. very interesting to me. Because even if you hadn't seen the previous two movies, you saw clips from the Oprah interview, at least. Do you know what I mean? Because it was everywhere. You couldn't avoid it, even if you didn't watch it at the time. Yeah. Why would you want to avoid it, though? I know. At least look at the backyard in Santa Barbara. We do get a scene um, where she calls uh, Kate on the phone. And I only bring this up because it made me sad. She calls Kate. Kate is getting a manicure. In the palace. She's, you know, she's being waited on in the house. She's not at yes. the damn salon. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, there actually there's like women in like cute pink little outfits that like work at the palace. I'm like, is the, is the pa- are they like 
24 hours of ale right. for nails at the palace? Like, I do want to know some of that. Like, is there a McDonald's in the palace? Like, <laughs> I'm going Richie Rich, but like, what's yeah. in there? So she's getting her nails done and she picks up the phone and she's like, is everything all right? Of course, everything is fine. I was just calling to say hi. That's very nice. Happy birthday to you, by the way. Thank you so much. And thank you for posting the lovely picture of us on your social media. Sad we don't have anything more recent looking happy as a family. You didn't call your sister-in-law. You didn't text her. Like, she just had a baby. I know. And you guys are, that's, um, we have a family thread. Do they not have a family thread? <laughs> I know, a group text thread, something. Yeah, it's wild. It's wild. And I, again, so much Kate and Megan stuff is kept sort of under wraps or like we never get all the details, you know? So when I see something like this, I just assume I'm like, yes, this is accurate. This is a documentary yeah. and this is what she did. She did not call her on her birthday. But we then get one of our favorite things, you guys. What do, Absolutely. We, what do we know? Megan and Harry love more than each other? Africa. Africa. They love Africa, honey. And they're about to go on an Africa tour, which apparently is what these royals do, like, after they get married. Because I remember William and Kate, after they got married, they went around the world. And, it was like, they go mm -hmm. places. They pretty much, like, go to all the places they colonize and are like, hi! And then they pose We're with married! Some, Can we're we married. get some presents? And then they pose <laughs> with some brown children and then are like, okay, see you later. Bye! I think my favorite part about this Africa tour is that apparently Archbishop Desmond Tutu wants Harry and William mm -hmm. to reconcile. Uh -huh. Like he says that to him and I'm like, I highly doubt he cared about it. Okay, well, my favorite part of this Africa tour was that a woman gave Megan a bracelet that said justice. Wow, 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 justice bracelet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Megan gives a speech. The rights of women and girls is something very close to my heart. I know that when women are empowered, the entire community flourishes. And on one personal note, may I just say that while I am here with my husband as a member of the royal family, I want you to know that for me, I am here as a mother, as a wife, as a woman, as a woman of color, and as your sister, I am here with you, and I am here for you. It was a very good speech. I did like it. She says in the speech, she refers to herself as a woman of color, which even when I heard it, I was like, oh. Because I'm like, does Megan, again, Megan was raised by a black mama, so I think she is very aware of herself being a woman of color. But, you know, that was not something you heard her voice a lot. I mean, they didn't let her voice much, right? As Oprah said, were you silent or were you silenced? So Oof. that was her whole thing. But she says that, and then in the movie, she says to Harry, she's like, I realized I had never said that, I had not said that out loud. And then yeah. I felt self-conscious about saying it. And so that in the movie is what prompts Harry to suggest they leave the palace. And move to Africa. <laughs> um, oh, is that what right. he wants at first? He's like, we have to He's move to like, Africa. let's just like move here. <laughs> and um, they're like, no, maybe let's not move to Africa, but what we should do is sue the press. <laughs> yes, exactly. And then shortly after that trip, they do an interview with a journalist who they think is, quote, not in the royal pocket, a person they can really talk to. Again, this is something I remembered. I remember this clip going around. Yeah. And this is the interview that everybody remembers, and like the first sign that Megan was not comfortable biting her tongue, you know? Mm-hmm. Perhaps you can just give us an idea of what the last year's been like. It's, um, hard. I never thought this would be easy, but I thought it would be fair. Look, I get it. When you look at a person who was already wealthy and then marries into the royal family by choice, it is hard to hear them say, it's been hard and not fair. Like as a con as a regular person, right? Like you hear that and you think like, bitch, you fine. You know what I mean? Like the way I think if you're not looking closely at that or like trying to put yourself in that person's position, like mm -hmm. millions of people are, are, are hungry and starving or just plain struggling. So I can see how the initial reaction is like, what you mean hard? But then it's like, well, this is her life now. And everybody yeah. is... It seems like dedicated to treating her like trash. And it's like, yeah, 
Yeah. And her mental health has been dramatically negatively affected by it. I mean, it's like even listening to you say this, it's like kind of reminding me of the Simone Biles at the Olympics and everyone being like, just do it. And it's like, of course, yeah, people would love to be at the Olympics. They have tryouts to make that team. Right. But it's like, it doesn't, it's not about her being at the Olympics. It's about her mental health. It doesn't matter where she is if you're, if, if, if you're in this deep depression and then you've got people piling expectations and Mm -hmm. racist rhetoric and horrible things about you and your child and your family and you could be like struggling with postpartum. It's like, that sucks. Yeah. Even though we are supporting this, we have a scene where Kate, William, Charles, and Victoria, the head of the household, are not happy about it. And listen to this. A separation would be best for everyone, but it must be done right. On palace terms. They can't be allowed to bugger off with all the glory and none of the burden. Well, I'm left holding the bag. No, not on my watch, sir. Well, I have just been told that the Sussex clan is taking a hiatus. Six weeks. Okay, this is what I call the haters crew. This is where all the haters get together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hate, hate, hate. And also she's like, and that should include the royal purse. So it's like this idea that it was... It was somebody on their end's decision to cut their money off because they thought that if they did that, it would make them fall in line. And then they didn't realize it's like, honey, Megan had a blog. She will hustle. Do you know what I mean? Like if you think you're cutting off the royal purse, she's going to find a way to make some money. So don't worry about it. They kind of just keep sort of like one upping each other. Like uh, Harry and Megan are like, we want to take a step back. And they're like, "Okay, you want to take a step back? We're taking your money. Okay, you're going to take our money? Then we're going to like, it's like we're going to move away from England. (laughs) Yes, they each keep pushing each other. And the reality is, like, a conversation should have happened. Right. And, and I think that's on William. Right, right. But I do think you it's... You the king. You the future king. <laughs> you the king. I do think it's so funny when Victoria's like, what I believe is called cancel culture. Victoria, <laughs> shut up. This is not your family. Get out of here. Can you imagine... Like, uh, I'm like trying to think of, like, someone who's not in my family coming in and being like, you can't talk. I'd be like, get... Out of the gaily text thread. We don't <laughs> need you. It's just weird. It's just like a weird existence. Well, she's a very Lady Macbeth. You know what I mean? Like she's really in yeah. there whispering in William's ear, trying to make everything bad. And it's so yeah. insane. But So Harry and Meghan go to Vancouver. You know, where their love began in a way. It's it's it's, it's either Botswana or Vancouver. It's a very yeah. multi, it's a very International. International love. Thank you. Thank you, Megan. It's an international love. But only love. two places. <laughs> limited, <laughs> limited international. They're like, it's like they only go places that like Delta will fly. They're like, listen, we go to Vancouver, Botswana. Direct flights only. Okay. Right. That's what we do. But when they're in Canada, just like taking time away from all the craziness and Leonard, you know, he's still there. Leonard is still kind of like being the go-between, trying to help them out. And he's telling them what's going on and sort of what William's staff thinks. And then in the middle of the conversation, they get an alert about Prince Andrew having dalliances with teenage girls. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Megan, this was in the movie. I know. And I did not think it was going to be because I, I, I don't know if it's because like it's at, at this point alleged but very like strongly alleged right like uh, there's evidence right we have photographs Uh um and like this was epstein's due yeah like prince andrew you're not gonna be able to be like oh no i thought i was just like that's a vacation spot like it's like they he was really a uh, a part of it and what is so upsetting is that the firm, the royal family, has lied, protected, mm-hmm. bent over backwards to shield. Right. And they won't let Megan just not wear pantyhose. Right, yeah. right. Or just defend herself as a human being. But right. I was just very surprised. You guys, we have to take a quick break because processing the fact that Lifetime legit called Andrew out is a lot for me. We'll be right mm-hmm. back. 
Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, so Andrew's trash recap. <laughs> um, and now, Harry and Megan, they were gonna, they were gonna step back. And so now the the firm is like, no, you got to stay because like we got to deal with all this Andrew nonsense. Right. We don't need you. And and then they're like, oh, no, we definitely are <laughs> right. going now. Right. Like, right. right. The bags right. are packed. We're out the door. Right. Right. Especially because, you know, as we've learned from the first movie, Megan and Harry play by their own rules. They're two impulsive kids. They're people who are like, I am going to do me. So, of course, even though they're being threatened, they're like, bye. And so then Victoria suggests that William and Kate take photos with the queen and with their children to play up the royal lineage, to really show people these are your future kings, William yeah. and then George. You don't need to worry about briefcase girl. <laughs> you don't need to marry about, worry about Harry. They're not a part of this. So they take these Christmas photos. This is some real petty white people stuff. Yeah. Because white people and Christmas cards, there's nothing that they take more seriously. Right, right, like, right. Who's going to be in it? Who's taking it? Who's next to someone who can like, we'll take some with the girlfriends. We'll take some without the girl. Like it's just real. It's power. It's power moves stuff. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, I can yeah. tell you this firsthand. Really? Did your mom do a lot of those? Like, would you guys take portraits uh, when you were little? Uh, uh, little? We're, I took them two years ago. My mom's like, you better be here in jeans and a white shirt. And I'm like, get this. Wait, gap ad out of here. Were you all in jeans and a white shirt, Megan? You have no, got to post this. No, because I took the reins and I go, we're not all wearing the same clothes. Okay. <laughs> we're not, this is insane. Let's, we'll have a palette. And then <laughs> we, and you can choose from that palette and it'll all go together. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm not wearing the same shirt as my two year old nephew. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are we doing, Peg? I'm visualizing as a Ralph Lauren ad right now. Yeah, it's like these colors work together, but they're not matching. I see, I see. So I don't, I, we've talked too long. Wow. About this, <laughs> no, no, because you you know I love insights into white culture. Yeah. And you are my Sherpa through it all. Thank you. Um, I am your Leonard you of white Sherpa. things that don't matter. You are my Leonard. But it's, speaking of pictures though, right, they kind of do this as a moment, right? Where Megan and Harry are in Canada having a chill Christmas, you know, taking photos of Archie on their phones, right? This whole idea of like, we're just down home. We're, cool. we're Yeah, we're relaxed. We're not crazy. But then Harry sees a video of the Queen's Christmas speech. And there is no photograph of Harry or Archie or Megan in the background at all. And Harry is like, Unprecedented. Everything in that frame is intentional. The palace is sending a message. They're making out that we're not part of this family. I told them I wanted out of the firm, the machine, not to be pushed out in the cold and lose my grandmother. Got to set up a meeting with her in person as soon as possible. But then when he gets to England and throughout this too, they, are, they mention this quote unquote coming virus and the pandemic and stuff. So you sort of set up that like, for them to travel to England is already a big deal, right? Like we're kind of in the yeah. early days of a pandemic and they're like, okay, we have crossed the pond to see this woman. And they get there and the Queen's staff postpone their meeting. The, uh, the Queen's people have uh, postponed your meeting again, Your Highness. What? Uh, the palace has said that the Queen will be available to see you in 23 days time. Oh. That's a very long time. And it was like, um, what? 
And she's like, she can see you in 23 days. And they're like, we left our kid at home. We don't want to be here for right. 23 days. <laughs> like, and you know, the, the queen gets so many passes from Meg. Like, yes. Megan is like, I love the queen. Like yeah. in, in that yeah. Oprah interview. And, and like watching this part, it's like, that's really messed up. Like, right. I'm singing Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. <laughs> that is, I'm not taking that lying down, Nani. <laughs> Nani would never. She would never. Oh, uh, Basically, Harry and Meghan are like, we're out. But yeah. then the royal family is like, no, we want to we wanna say we kicked you out, basically, right? Like, it's like, yeah. not you're leaving, I kicked you out. And then Harry and Meghan, who are all about controlling their own narratives... They've had enough. And listen to yeah. Harry when he calls his dad, Charles, and tells him, uh-uh, we done. Pa, I just thought you should know we're going public with our plans. We've got to get ahead of the press. Uh, have you gone mad? When? In about 10 minutes. You can't be serious. A 10-minute warning? Pa, I've been trying to tell you for months, and you've done nothing but stall. You know, Megan had her own moment, and she was pregnant with Archie. That's what the firm does to people. Oh, Harry, stop this right now. I am. I'm stopping them from destroying us like they have so many others. So, yeah, you get a 10-minute warning. Ooh, Ooh. That, was like a, that was like a hostage for I call. know, yeah. You've got 10 minutes. You get a 10-minute warning. Woo! Wow. That was intense. <laughs> I love that moment. Then it's followed with sequences of actual news clips about the yes. royal exit. You know, stuff we yeah. all saw in the press that you couldn't get away from whether you cared about mm-hmm. royals or not. I remember being asked about it on Lights Out. Like, it was like oh, really? one of our topics of discussion. And I was like, I truly do not care. Right. Like, <laughs> just let them do whatever they want. But this is when, like, Megxit got yes. coined. And it's like, you know, Brits, no offense, Brexit did not go great. I know. So <laughs> maybe maybe you take some time and reflect on that. And you don't need to throw that in name elsewhere because you guys did vote for Brexit to happen and it was way worse than Megxit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So finally the queen is like, okay, we got to get everybody together. Yeah. And they, they're supposed to be like a lunch beforehand. William won't go. So the three men, William, Charles, Harry are in a meeting with the queen and it kind of, she like sort of reprimands Harry and you feel like that's the way the meeting is going to go. And then she's like, Charles, you're useless, Uh, which was, you know, I love these Charles digs. And then she's like, William, this is like, this is on you. William, I ask you, what is your role in all of this? Your majesty, I did not contribute to my brother's careless actions. But did you make every effort to welcome your brother's bride into the family and the firm? You're going to be the king. This is your brother. Right. You have to fix this to make this right. And, you know, his little home alone burned head. He's shocked. (laughs) He's got that Danny DeVito after the blowtorch hair. (laughs) It's so funny. But then back at William and Kate's house, William is like, so it's so funny to me because they have this scene. And again, you guys have to watch this where it's like, you see William and Kate being so awkward and like fuddy duddy where it's like, you get the sense that their marriage is very loveless. And he's like, they practice doing PDA. Like basically like, well. Moving forwards, you and I can start to show a bit more PDA. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The people like that thing that Meg did. Rubbing a hand on Harry's back. Oh, like this? It, like, I, like I can, t- I can put my hand on your lower back, and it was just like Jesus. Now, wasn't there rumors around this time, and they didn't get as much life as you know that William? Like, part of the rift was that William, like, is like was cheating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, pretty. I remember hearing like, that openly as well. Yeah. I remember hearing so, that as well. So um, we don't have any evidence no. or more information, but it's worth noting. Right. <laughs> so we've already seen the trooping of the color. And quite honestly, in a lot of ways, this movie does give us a sense of modern British history because the next event we see is Commonwealth Day. Which is when they celebrate um, colonization. <laughs> a religious service led by the queen. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> And the last event Harry and Meghan are going to attend is Royals. So it's like their final time to just like play by the rules. And William is already being messy because he's like, Just want to make sure this time you're not going to secretly consult with Meghan or wear something from their wedding to show as a secret signal of support. I didn't know you were such an avid fashionista, dear. 
Just find out what color she'll be wearing and wear the opposite. It's like, okay. What cool. a dork. Such a dork. And also all these little secret signs through clothing. Yeah. It's just like, oh my. It's like almost, so, it's so British in its indirectness, you know? Yeah. And then it's also like junior high. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Like, we're all going to wear this color. Don't tell her we're going to wear that color. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what? Are you in sixth grade? I know. Um, okay, so there's a fight about the, like, where they're going to be and all of this. And, like, they basically confront Will. And Megan's like, you don't like me. So just <laughs> tell me what you don't like about me. And right. he's like, you know pretty diplomatic but it's just it, it you just see the damage is done right it's done but i also like that too i was like okay Megan, yes like make him say it on the damn record yeah which i'm sure she has and he's just basically like, he's like you know and it's like yeah your wife is vanilla you want someone who is going to be quiet and play by the rules and that's your own way of protecting your wife from what happened to your mom you see what i'm saying like he yeah. doesn't i'm sure he has the same issues and anxiety that harry does but because he's gonna be king he can't do nothing about it. He got to just like swallow his pain, which is why he lost all his hair very young. Okay. That's yeah. what happens when you, when you are repressed, when you do not get to, the body is going to respond. The body's going to respond, honey. It's IBS or you're going bald. That's what's going to happen. Uh-huh. That's a great point. Do you think um he ever sings, oh, I just can't wait to be king, you know? <laughs> I just thought of that. Like, Maybe when that, he was little. And now I think. He's a little Simba. <laughs> and now I think he just like cries himself to sleep being like, oh God, I hope it doesn't happen. That's what I think. Yeah, he's like, I hope it crumbles before I get there. I know. Okay, so Harry and Megan, they're gone. They're in Canada. And Harry gets the news that they are no longer going to have any security um, from the royal family or from Canada. And that there is going to be no financial support. Right. And then Megan's like, I have a plan. And then you cut to establishing shots of gorgeous Los Angeles. Then Hollywood, see- Hollywood. Listen, if you're hot, Hollywood is always a plan that you can enact. <laughs> But then we see Harry and Meghan by the pool and like Harry walks out in slow-mo and it just says on screen, Tyler Perry's Beverly Hills Home. Oh my God. And it's like totally in a backyard that looks like it's in like a neighborhood in Indiana. It's like (laughs) so not Tyler Perry's house, but for our purposes, I'm like, okay, there's a man in a suit in the background with an earpiece. We're there. We're there. It looks so fancy to me. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was so like dramatic. And then Harry in this, in this version of things, Harry loves LA life. And I'm like, of course you do. You guys are like besties with Oprah. And then they start looking for their own house in LA. And that's when Megan reveals she's pregnant for the second time. So with, the baby who we will soon know is Lilibet Diana. And then we see like a montage of her. I wasn't sure what's happening. She's like working at her desk. Like she's She's just working. working. She's like happy at home. I don't really know what she's working on. But Mm -hmm. then I think we see it later because she's written this statement, right? Mm -hmm. Because then we cut to Victoria with William and Kate all complaining about Megan's latest statement. You know, where she talks Mm -hmm. about a miscarriage. She talks about depression. She talks about all these things. And then Victoria has a breakdown of her own. Why does she have to go on slapping her feelings out like a bat every time she gets a bit wobbly? I mean, some of us prefer to keep such things private for for good reason. It's a miscarriage. It's not like she's not going to have another baby. She's pregnant again, I hear, during the summer. Excuse me, I'm terribly sorry. I just, mine is, it's pathetic. Okay. Okay. There so it is. Victoria, there it is. Victoria had a miscarriage, and Victoria is so again Dolores Umbridge. She has never let herself process, and she resents Megan feeling her feelings. She resents it. Yeah. She goes, "I haven't felt a feeling in twenty five years." You know. Okay, but that's not her. I know. And then as she leaves, Charles is like a good soldier, and it's like this is why you're all a mess. I, I wanted more even. Camilla. Okay, so <laughs> I just love when Camilla's like, <laughs> I love those scenes. <laughs> Not enough Camilla in this one. Okay, so Harry and Megan, they go to the beach. I'm thinking, what beach? Is there security there? You know, like, yeah. what? are you are you at the dog park in Malibu? Where are you? <laughs> are you in Santa Barbara? What are you eating? So, um, and then and then the Oprah interview is coming up. So 
They are finally free. And that is what Megan is really holding on to at this point. Right, right. She's like, we can, we don't have to worry because they no longer control us. Like, it's not like they can take your, our money away. We have a deal with Oprah and Spotify. And she's like, it's going to be fine. But then you see the Oprah interview intercut with interviews Diana did back in 1991. And I'm going to say, again, we didn't get our Tyler Perry, so I'm not surprised we did not get an Oprah. But honestly, Megan, that is a part I could have played. I could have played Oprah. I could have said silent or silenced. I could have taken a lot of commercial breaks and Mm -hmm. made things seem really serious when they weren't. Yeah, yeah. But we do get a yard that looks a lot like it. Megan is wearing, Sydney, the actress, is wearing the exact Mm -hmm. dress that Megan wore in the interview. And that was so exciting. I'm like, did they make it? Did they just find it and buy it? Like, there's a lot of clothes matching that has to happen. Even that... The Commonwealth Service, I remember that green, Mm -hmm. like, um, sachet number and the hat. Like, it's just, it's fun to go, oh, I know this was a terrible time in your life, but I'd love to see what wardrobe did. (laughs) We do get a a melancholy final note that is um, William and Harry were together on July 1st of... This year, July 1st, 2021. That's how quickly this movie was made. At at an unveil... a statue unveiling of Diana in honor of her 60th birthday. And so we see the real life photo of them standing really far apart. Really though. far it's, apart. Just yeah. looking at the statue. They're like, you could tell they ain't talking to each other. And it's like, oof. Yeah. So, uh, you know, this they this is the final in the trilogy. I don't think we're done, though. Like, yeah. I there's not there's going to be more to come. The memoir. Yep. The Prince Andrew yep. of it all. I, I Their it does kids. make me... Their kids, it does make me sad for family members, for siblings to be in a bad place, even though it's like William sucks and like that's kind yeah. of the vibe we get. Um, it's still sad. I still, especially because of the loss of their mom, mm-hmm. um, that I do wish that in the future they can come together if, know. you know, Will apologizes. And but also Prince Charles has to stop sucking too, right? As the, that's as not the remaining parent. Exactly. It's not going to happen. Because it's on him. It's like, you're the remaining parent. It's like, no, why is the queen done. the one saying, get it together, your brothers? No. It's like, that should be you, Charles. It's like... I, but like, but... It, I know, it, I look, know. Look his brother is. So it, it's... I, I, I want them to reconcile before the queen um, dies. Know. You know, know, that would know. be, I think... Her, on on her and the corgis, I make that prayer. <laughs> I love how invested um, we are in strangers. You're like, I would like this to happen before the queen's passing, and that's very sweet. But I'm like Desmond Tutu. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, though, our level of interest in the royals is nothing compared to our guests. Okay, because we are about to sit down with a comedian who also knows his tabloid fodder and royal gossip. The hilarious Pete Zayas. He's exactly what we need right now. Trust. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Okay, Megan, this is my favorite part of the pod when we have a special guest. Mm -hmm. And today's guest is so special. The hilarious Pete Zayas, a comedian, a person who is a true (laughs) lifeline. Hi, Pete. Hi, you guys. How are you? Hi, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so Naomi tells me and everyone that you are obsessed with the royals. Oh and, yes, <laughs> and we're new to it. You know, we're we're trying, we're dipping our toes in it. When did you first dip your toe? When did you dive in? Okay, so I got into the royals in like say ninety 
four. When wow. Princess Diana wow. okay. was yeah. going rogue. Mm-hmm. Like I was I was <laughs> never really into the wedding and all that stuff. But then when like she separated from the royal family and was like showing up in sexy outfits and causing all kind of controversy, mm-hmm. I was like really getting into it. And then when she did that nineteen ninety five panorama interview, I mean that's when I was like What's where she like spilled all the yeah. tea and said there's three of us mm-hmm. in this marriage there's three of us in this podcast yeah um, <laughs> and that's when she said you know the prince charles really didn't want to be king and oh then my God. um then when she died i was like so devastated and was really like bored with him for a while mm-hmm. but now megan mm-hmm. and harry have kicked her right back <laughs> right back into gear <laughs> so you took william and kate off I I was I, yeah. I watched the William and Kate wedding. I did, yeah. but they mm-hmm. they're just not as interesting. Nah, no. They're not they're yeah. not rebels. I no. like I like the, yeah. I like people that you know like that like really like cause trouble with that royal family because they deserve it. <laughs> and speaking of, I can see on the Zoom that you have a black nail, which is something that Meghan Markle got in trouble for. <laughs> I love it. You're you're giving a real thumbs up to the. I mean, not a thumbs up. I said thumbs up as I was flipping you guys. Off. <laughs> You meant thumbing your nose, I think, sure. at Thanks, the same Naomi. time as flipping off. Friend. I'm gonna say it. They didn't allow. They didn't allow Megan to have a certain color, like like tight, and like a pantyhose. Yeah. Right. They didn't like her nail yep. polish. I mean, these seem like real fun people. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, given what you know and what we know from both the tabloids and this Lifetime trilogy. If a royal wanted to date you, would you date them? Oh, I absolutely. I mean, I've always fantasized about giving everything up and running off with a royal. <laughs> I always wanted to be like some sort of gay royal from like a Caribbean island or something mm, like Turks and Caicos. Mm, mm. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, because I don't think the royal family would ever like be that progressive. But um, I've mm. always dreamed of it. That's why I was like, you know, I mean, I understand why Meghan and Harry escaped you know, the palace, but I could never mm-hmm. escape the palace, especially if if somebody starts making my bed and I never have to, like, <laughs> use a fitted sheet again. I could never give wow. that up. I wow. would have to live... I could I could live in the royal family. I could do it. And I could oh. do it well. Because mm-hmm. this is... Because <laughs> I knew how to get out of a car. Like, in order to be a royal, you have to get out of a car yeah. with, like, mm-hmm. with poise and, like, mm-hmm. like... And like elegance, and it's all about like core strength. And when I work, I'm working with this personal oh. trainer on Zoom. Wow! I, said, I need to be able to look like I'm a royal getting out of an SUV. <laughs> <laughs> and it's core strength it's is what you're telling strength. me. And, and I... just like, keep your head up. I love that as a fitness hey. goal. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it feels attainable, and that's what I think our go- our fitness goals exactly. should be. They should be attainable. Oh, yes. Okay, so you're an absolute expert. A uh, You could teach a class at any of the Ivies. And um, with all of that knowledge you have and everything we know from the press about Harry and Meghan, give us some headline thoughts about this film. I feel like it was all spot on. I mean, because I, you know, I read the book um, Finding Freedom. Oh my gosh. And so it's a, it's, it's, you know, there's the, like the first two, like the first two movies are a lot from Finding Freedom and then also this third one. But it's, um, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of that's what really happened is it's all in that movie. But what really surprised me about the movie, which I didn't really know, was how, what a blabbermouth Kate Middleton was. Okay. She can't keep a secret. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, Harry was played by Jordan Dean, hot or not? Hot. Okay, great. I um, agree. Follow-up question to that. British or not? I'm going to say not. Not British. From Brooklyn, we found out. Oh. How did you know? I thought his accent was yeah, good. Yeah, I thought the accent was good, but, you know, um, I don't know why I just sense it. I just have a sense for <laughs> British people. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, but speaking of, like, vocal work, we thought that that actress, Sydney Morton, sounded just like She Megan sounded Markle. just like, and I was, like, I kept watching that, I'm like, did they cast her, like, based on that yeah. voice, or did she, like, get, like, work with a dialect coach? She trained. I mean, that yeah. voice is spot, spot on. on. Spot on. I know. It was unreal. It really kind of threw me for a yeah. second. Oh, I know. And she looks like her, too. Yeah. She was giving us... Yeah. Um, we got to interview them yesterday, and she was giving us some um, freckle behind the scenes. 
Because uh, she's like, I yes. don't have freckles, so they had to give me freckles. And like, as someone who has freckles, when you fake them, they can look bad. You know, like yeah, fake yeah, yeah. freckles are like a tough, I used to try and do it on all my dolls growing up. And it's like, <laughs> you know, a blue ballpoint <laughs> pen's not going to give you the best effect. But yeah, you look like you have measles all of a sudden. <laughs> All the time. Obviously, Lifetime has given us a trilogy. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the Lord of the Rings, if you will, the Avengers, uh, Harry and mm-hmm. Meghan. But Meghan and I were saying that we think that they, they could do more. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? Like, let's just like spitball the fourth mm-hmm. Harry and Meghan. I don't even know what it would be called. Harry and Meghan. So, okay, the first one was... Uh, it was becoming royal, a uh, royal yeah. romance, becoming royal, escaping the palace. Harry and Meghan, and the pilot one. season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes. they're just like bustling between Universal and Sony. And that's on the West side. Can I do it? And then like Harry's in a helicopter, just, you know, like auditioning. He's like, I'm just staying at ABC all day. <laughs> they're just like pitching their shows to Netflix. Yes. 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 Okay, we love that. So like, yeah, Harry and Meghan colon pilot season or from from rags to pitches. Oh, that's fun. Uh, that's fun. I love it. Oh, oh I want them to, they could do a musical. Harry and Meghan the musical. Wow. But on Lifetime, okay. but like, you know, a filmed musical. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I saw Princess Diana the musical. What? Wait, oh, what? Yeah. It was it, it, it's going to Broadway, but then the pandemic stopped it. But I saw it. I went all the way to La Jolla to see a workshop. <laughs> so off Broadway is now La Jolla. Well, that's what I call off Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> so they it's were. Off, it's not on it. They were in previews. It's not. They were in previews, <laughs> and then they were going to go to New York. Yeah, they're still going, but they wow. can't, it never like happened. Cause and how was it? Oh, it was amazing. Really? Wow. Oh, it was amazing. I mean, there is a scene where Camilla and Diana have a bedueling duet in a boxing <gasps> ring. Really? Oh, my God. Very take me or leave me. Oh, wild. I loved it. And the costumes are on point with Diana's costumes. The Diana actress is a little bit short, but, you know, other than that. <laughs> but they made Prince Charles, like, really hot with, like, a six-pack. Insane. And they have, like, the whole set is, like, set up, like, um, paparazzi flashes. Cool. And, like, constantly blinding oh. her. It's just, like, okay. it's really it's really good. I highly recommend it. Great. Now, Pete, I just want to say that... We appreciate you bringing your expertise to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who does like to go live on Instagram mm. with your show, Total Trash, mm-hmm. wherein you show us what's in the tabloids, you show us what's in the papes, you take us through, you are my insight into all of this. Okay. Literally, without Total Trash, I'd be like, wait a minute, is Kate Middleton still around? Oh. Is she still a waif and sad? The latest thing with her is they're trying to say that she's pregnant. Again? Yeah, I meanwhile, she's like, as you know, as thin as a number two pencil. What is she pregnant with? Like an right. almond? But they're trying to say she's <laughs> pregnant and that, um, you know, like she's mad, she's sad. They're like whatever, what happens to all of them? They always end up mad and sad mm-hmm. in that family. <laughs> That's why they've got to get on a plane, a train, a boat, a hot air balloon, and just they have got to get out of there. But, you know, Kate Middleton, you know, Prince William cheated on her. Allegedly yeah. with with her friend. Yes. yes. Oh, with her friend. I forgot. Her friend. Or was it yeah. her personal secretary? It was something like that. Yeah. yeah like, it, was it was something she in was her close circle. With. Yeah. Wow. Which is like classic college boyfriend now husband shit to do. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because yep. he's like, well, I, you know, we graduated and then I didn't get to. But like, even from watching right, that right. William and Kate movie, and when he went on the yacht with only guys, and they demanded all female staff. It's like, listen, I watch Below Deck. It is not easy to find an all female staff like you're uh, a psychopath <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry no no that family gets, that family gets us worked up yes they do they do it's true it's true i never cared and then i watch all these movies and now i'm like my god this is sick well i just love the accuracy of it all though i'm, I'm just i'm happy that i'm just happy that lifetime is really doing it we need it we need it in mo- in movie form and in finding freedom <laughs> The, the hardcover the edition. Hardcover edition, honey. That is gorgeous. <laughs> and the college course is forthcoming. Well, you know, I'm working on it. It'll probably, you know, like um, you probably can take it with the Zoom because we can okay. go back in the classes with the variants. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be non-accredited. Okay, non-accredited. <laughs> <laughs> 
a for-profit college. Can't wait. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. Thanks so much for having me. You're still in the Zoom. <laughs> Naomi, he was the best. Thank you. Thank you. Was that so good? Thank you. And for I felt like him. that was. A, I also felt like you guys were a really good match. I love. <gasps> I feel like I saw a vibe forming, and that was beautiful. Thank you. I mean, a gay man with a great voice. I will always befriend. <laughs> Try to befriend. Try to befriend. Sometimes they'll uh -huh. say no. Um, okay. Wow. Next week we've got another doozy. We're returning to our thriller. Core mm -hmm. with the film The Pom Pom Murders. Oh, uh, say it again, honey, because it's too fun. The Pom Pom Murders. <laughs> so it oh. follows Audrey, and she has always wanted to be a part of the LA Renegades Pro Basketball Dance Squad. Okay, this is my origin story. Wow. <laughs> When Audrey tries out for the upcoming season and makes the team, she also meets one of the team's players, Walter. Yes. They quickly fall for each other, but when Bailey, a renegade girl, and Walter's ex is found dead, the police arrest Walter. Despite the evidence incriminating Walter, Audrey can't believe the man she loves is a murderer. As she starts asking questions, Audrey then realizes her life is also in danger. But as Audrey delves deeper, she uncovers a twisted, lethal conspiracy she never expected. And Audrey, who is Audrey? Audrey is Anna Marie Dobbs. <gasps> okay, the star of Deadly Misconduct. The star of Deadly Mile High Club. Okay, our girl is back. Our, our girl queen. is back. This is another trilogy. This is the Dobbins oh trilogy. Gosh, we can't even bring her back because we've already interviewed her. But we do have a special guest because we've got basketball and LA, we had to bring in the expert of both of those things, which is my Filipino king, my husband, CJ Toledano. Cannot wait, cannot wait. The ultimate love is CJ watching a Lifetime movie for you. And <laughs> cannot wait to discuss with him. This will also give me and CJ a chance to connect. You know, yeah. I don't get to see him much. I don't get to talk to him much. And he intimidates me because he's so sporty. No, he's not intimidating. He gets freaking Happy Meal toys from the kids we know. <laughs> they, he goes, you want oh. LeBron? Can I have LeBron? And it's like a four-year-old girl that's like, okay, <laughs> man. <laughs> okay, guys, this is going to be a great episode next week. So make sure to watch Pom Pom Murders on the Lifetime Movie Club. And we're going to see you next week. Bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, Tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. <laughs> I Love a Lifetime Movie is produced by Julie Magruder with Chris Boniello as editor and sound mixer. Executive produced by Jesse Katz and Ted Butler with original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. Us. 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 I mean, you you should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host. Okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. 